It's that time. Welcome to another episode of Ezzy Spotlight Podcast. Let's get started. All right, guys. Once again, welcome back to uh, another edition of Ezzy Spotlight Podcast. We are broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, and of course, guys, this is a very special segment. And we're doing this every fourth, every fourth Thursday with myself and uh, our resident specialist, uh, Mrs. Uh, Sameka Israel Johnson. And this is all about bringing more awareness to mental health. We all are affected by mental health in some way, shape or form. But the, the question is, do we know when we are experiencing those things? And if we are, what actions should we take? And so we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about it every time. And I'm, I'm super excited to welcome her officially to this live broadcast, Mrs. Sameko. <laughs> Hello. This is like, this is our first time coming into this space for 2022. And I'm excited to be here. I, I am. I am super excited because um, the, the, the feedback that we've gotten so far uh, as it relates to mental health uh, it's been very, very positive. Okay, so we just want to make sure that everyone who is watching this live right now to please share the link with somebody, tell somebody, because you just never know. Uh, it could be you, it could be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be a co-worker, it could be someone who knows someone who knows someone else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And that's the only way we're going to get through this. Right. And when I say get through this, that's the only way that we're going to help eliminate this stigma and really, really look at mental health from the perspective of our total well-being. Like mental health includes our health. Right. It's a part of it's a part of who we are. So the more we normalize it, the more we talk about it, the more we do exactly what you said, Ezzy, by like identifying how would we know if we needed to tend to our mental health? How would we know if we're neglecting our mental health. So that's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that we're broadcasting live because we'll get people that can chime in on Facebook. Right. We'll get people that can shoot us questions, you know, from whatever platform you're watching. Right. Or share questions to um, Ezzy or to remain committed. So thanks for having us here on this Thursday. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's, let's dive right into it. Of course, it's a new year and a lot of people have, you know, a lot of people have transitioned um, from the, from the past year into this year. And a lot of people got great expectations, a lot of things that they didn't accomplish. They had a lot of challenges and all of this stuff. Uh, What is going to be our subject point today? You know, it's it's interesting because we're still in January. We're on our way out of January, but so much has happened for people. Right. And and for some people, there's a lot of positive things that happen. And for some people, the year has kicked off, like just dishing out the curveballs. Like, let's be honest. For some people, they're dealing with a number of things. So I want to touch on something that popped up or that I'm seeing is when people are going back to work, we're, mm-hmm. we're heading into this new year, kids are going back to school. We know these pandemic rates and the variances and the variants are <laughs> impacting people, but we're seeing like this bit of a conflict. So when we're, when we're finding ourselves in limbo about do I choose family and health or do I choose the workplace? How do I balance this out? How can I deal with my kids' needs my spouse's needs, my personal needs while still showing up and doing a good job. Because you know what? The the employers, mm-hmm. the workers, the government, everybody's like, y'all got to come back. Right. We need these things. We need our, our bottom lines. We need customers tended to. So it's this strain that's going on right now. 
And I know as a, you work in multiple areas, you're yes. a highly talented man. <laughs> right? well, th- well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, outside of this show, you do a number of things in the community. So I imagine you have a bird's eye view of seeing what people's struggles are and even talking to people and communing with them. So that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing it with the young people. I'm seeing it with the parents. Right. I mean, I'm seeing it on the home front and the workspace. We're really trying to readjust yeah, for pe- 2022. Pe- yeah. pe- people are definitely uh, just frustrated with the whole situation. People are uh, frustrated of being at home and, and some people are frustrated of just working at home because you know, before you could go into the office and uh, a lot of people are teleworking right now. So mm-hmm. you can't go out and really socialize like you normally would. And right. in addition to that, where you usually go for eight hours in the day and you've been in an office environment where you can actually interact with other people, now you're in, a, in your home <laughs> where you're just mm-hmm. isolated for the entire day. Right, right. Or you or you feel safer in your home and they want you to come back to work. Right. So these are these are some of the stressors, right? These are the stressors that are popping up when it's like, I know I feel better, I feel safe, I feel productive at home. But you want me to leave my my safe space, mm-hmm. right? And then and then go back and put myself at risk. This is the hard part. So when you're talking to people and, and in your heart you're like, I don't want to put my family in danger, mm-hmm. but I need this job. Right. I don't want my child to be at risk, but I know the truancy officer is going to call me <laughs> if they don't come to school. Right. Like, honestly, this happened. Right. Or, or the, or the school counselors are wanting to know. Um, and, and I want to be respectful and recognize that this show, you know, crosses state lines. So while I'm in Florida, I work with people in Maryland, you're in Georgia. Right. No one is operating by the, I want, I, it's safe to say the same set of rules. Mm-hmm. So one space, you might have people that are that are amendable and they're flexible. In other spaces, they may be really rigid and really wanting things to get back to pre-pandemic um, productivity or right. pre-pandemic normalcy. And that's not realistic for us. Right. So what do we do? How do we manage this? What are you doing? Well, you know, I, for me, you know, I have no choice. I got to be out there. Okay. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest issue for me is having to uh, to deal with the fact that you're trying to be so cautious on the outside, but at the same time, when you get to your house, you have to do the very same thing because a family member uh, have been affected by the, by the virus. So it, it puts a lot more strain on on you as the individual that you've done so much to prevent this from happening. Uh, and your family members might have done the very same thing as well. But the fact that someone else that they might have had interactions with in the workplace or just mm-hmm. some just in the streets are not as cautious. And right. so the virus now is just spreading all over the place and people are catching this new variant, like you said. They have no idea how they're catching it. Right. That, that's, that's, a, that's, one of the the things, pe- that's one of the things I heard a whole lot. Like, oh, I wear my mask every day. I don't understand how I caught it. Mm-hmm. I just had a conversation with someone. Um, and just putting it out there, like, listen, you were doing the best that you can. You were taking precautions. You were doing what you knew to do. But this thing is making its way into our home. So we don't even really have to leave the house. <laughs> you, you know, we're interacting with the mailman. We have to go to the grocery store. And if we're not going to the grocery store, we got Instacart. So there's still some element of, of interaction that's happening. Right. So what I'm finding is, People are really having to take a step back and we're having to evaluate like 
what's keeping me at this job? Mm-hmm. Like, do I, do I, it, is it really, really necessary for me right now? And for the majority of us, that would be a, 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 a heck yeah. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yes, we need the job. Right. So keeping that in mind that uh, uh, along with the frustration, along with some of the risk, like what are the things that I'm actually getting out of maintaining employment right now during this time how is it benefiting me mm-hmm. how is it benefiting my family how is it benefiting my career how is it benefiting my future mm-hmm. there are a number of people that have decided to go ahead and retire early because they put in the years right and now it's too much stress so listing the reasons or the rationale behind what we're doing right now it's not going it, to, it may not make it less painful, mm-hmm. but it can put it into perspective and keep us on that path. You know, one of the, one of the other biggest things that I, I find that people should really take more uh, into consideration is, um, is the fact that at the workplace where we are, we already know it's a very stressful situation. And then you have superiors who are not even taking this into consideration of the fact that someone may be dealing with something. And so they're coming down on you with all these demands and requests that you know that the job that you're doing, there are multiple different aspects and components and people involved in the process. And we all know that every business in this country and possibly all over the world right now, they're all short-staffed. Right. So where is the flexibility? Where is the leeway that you're giving your employees and not put the pressure on your employees because they already got a lot to deal with, but then they come back into the office and they got to deal with your BS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that would be great if, if people were doing that, but that's not what I'm hearing that's happening. And I'll use teachers, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to teachers that are being held to the same standard. And we know that kids have been out of school for about a year and a half to two years in some spaces but they're coming back and returning to in-person learning and the teachers are being expected to, to have those same, um, I'm not, I'm not a teacher per se, but to have those same achievement marks, to have the same growth markers, to have the same expectations that would have been in place had this child been sitting in a classroom for the past two years. Mm -hmm. And when someone's salary, when someone's job, when someone's bonus is tied to these things, okay, now it's going to have a lingering effect into what goes on in a household and how I'm showing up at work. So when we're trying to balance these things, when the entities outside of us or, or the, the workspace or the manager is not, um, I would say, recognizing what's going on, mm-hmm. then we have to do our due diligence to put it into perspective for ourselves. And we know, be clear about the expectations of, of the job. I know that I am due to show up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is what is expected of me of this day. I am aware and clear that this is still a pandemic and my family needs me. I need myself. So let me do the best I can right. and be as productive as possible. Once again, in guys, in a realistic way. <laughs> ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Once again, guys, if you're just joining us, uh, we spoke, we're talking about mental health. And of course, this is a very special segment that's going to be uh, aired live every fourth Thursday of the month at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you can actually join the conversation. Uh, it's all about mental health, guys. And the situation does not have to apply to you personally. But if you know someone who are affected by mental health or they may just be acting not strange or maybe just not normal, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how to approach 
that person and the situation. This is the platform where we can talk about all of that and more right here on Ezzy Spot. And of course, guys, uh, this is our resident specialist, Mrs. Sameka Israel Johnson from Remain Committed, committed to the journey.com. Make sure you just you guys go there and check that out. And of course, if you need some uh, assistance beyond this point, you can actually get that service and that information directly from her. All right. Um, and today we're talking about the workplace and just COVID in general and how it affects everyone from every different angle of life. Right. And how we're managing our mental health through it all. So even outside of the workplace. OK, because if you're not actively working, don't check out on us. <laughs> well, that doesn't apply to me. I'm working remote from home. Right. Okay. Keep tuning in because I guarantee that you know someone who who may be feeling this way, or you may be able to be that person that becomes the encourager or that becomes the advocate. I think I saw it was like World Compliment Day, maybe. <laughs> um, I think we do really good as a society with um, saying thank you for your service to veterans. Right. Yes. Or saying thank you to the officers. Now, if if this time has not taught us anything, mm -hmm. I think we really appreciate teachers right now. So if you're in a good space and, and your needs are being met, what can we do to give back in a way that helps someone else but allows us to stay safe? Could we give a compliment to a teacher? Could we do a care package? Could we show up? I don't mean literally. Right. Because there's precautions, right? <laughs> <laughs> but could we show up in a way that does something beneficial to lighten someone's load? to encourage them, mm -hmm. to offer some type of support and encouragement during this time. So those are ways that we can help someone else with their mental health, okay? Right. And and, and speaking about the teachers now, uh, you know, recently, a couple of days ago, about a week ago, we saw in the news where uh, this, uh, I think it was a press conference or something like that, and this parent um, was threatening the school board because of the COVID-19 mandates, of the wearing of the mask mandates. And you, you would hope that parents would be more appreciative on a, a larger scale, but you'd be surprised to find out that there's still teachers, I mean, there's still parents who are threatening the teachers when the teachers are really doing us a favor. Because again, they get so many different aspects of everything that's happening right now. Uh, we have parents or uh, single parents who are, who are relying on the schools because guess what? If they, they can't stay home with the kids because they got to go to work. Mm -hmm. And then you have the, and then you have, and then you have the parents who may be in a much better situation. They don't care about the parents who may not be in a, a as good a situation. All they care about well is, well, my child is not going to come to school with any mask. And if, 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 if you put my child out, whatever the case may be, well, I'm going to come, I'm going to, I'm going to come with my guns loaded. I mean, how right. ridiculous is that? Yeah. And these are some of the stressors that not only our parents, but our children are dealing with as well. So, you know, like I, like I mentioned, workplace, let's not confuse it as only applying to oneself, but workplace could be what's going on in the community, what's going on in the schools. So being cognizant, operating with empathy, even if it's something that we don't personally agree with right. like in my house, not me, but hypothetically someone, I want it to be a safe space or a mask free zone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we step outside of ourselves and think about how we can impact other people, it may allow us to operate with more empathy. It may allow us to operate with more compassion. It may allow us for a moment to look and see how our decisions or how the decisions of others are impacting people. Right. 
around us. So that could also help create a better space and promote mental wellness. Absolutely. Once again, guys, if you're just joining us, this is a very special or very first special uh, mental health segment here live with yours, Julie Ezzi, and of course, our resident specialist, uh, Mrs. Sameka Israel Johnson. Of course, she is in Jacksonville, Florida. So those of you who are watching in Jacksonville, Florida, if you're in the, in the near, in the, in the metro area or something like that, I think it's in the metro area, correct? Um, you can also follow her at Remain Committed or Committed to the Journey on Facebook and Instagram to get your local services. She's also licensed in Maryland as well. And of course, guys, if you want to DM me to get connected, we can actually make that happen because this is this this right here is is something that's near and dear to our hearts. And we've been doing this for quite a few months now. And we decided to change the, the format of how we present the information because we want to get people more in, involved in this conversation. And a lot of times, guys, we, we spoke about this on the radio show, for, on the SDB radio show numerous times. People are still scared to talk about mental health. People are still scared to seek help because they feel like if they do ask for help, is that they're weak or mm -hmm. someone may see them as a mad person. Well, we right. are both, we, our goal is to change that and to give you the confidence to come out and say, look, I've got, a, I think I might have a problem or there's something that's bothering me. What can I do? Or how can I do it? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I did this just yesterday. I went to the doctor. I was just having headaches and I, I know I was kind of stressed out because of certain situations in the job. And I went to the doctor and said, hey, doc, I, I'm getting headaches and I'm, I'm very concerned. And so I'm here to check my pressure and all this stuff to find out that my pressure was high because I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, were you surprised, Ezzy? No, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised. Okay. But I just wanted the validation that my instinct told me that I needed to take action. And, mm -hmm. this, is, and this, is the, this is the message behind what we're doing here for people to take the same steps and to take the same initiatives to seek help when they when they're in doubt or even if right. they're not in doubt but just to be sure that they're okay mm -hmm. and then the same way you said i was having these headaches now mental health that's one of those things that it does show up physically in mm -hmm. some regard but do we take that same action when we feel something emotionally ah. when we're when we're feeling that lack of motivation or you're waking up and you're not feeling like your best self the productivity is very low um this sense of of powerlessness or not feeling that same level of optimism are we likely to connect with someone and say you know what i'm just not feeling like myself just because you reach out does not mean you want to harm yourself right so people are very clear <laughs> with me they're like Semeca, listen i, I want to live I'm not suicidal, I'm not homicidal, but I just don't feel well. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm tired. Um I don't I don't I don't have that same level of creativity. I mm -hmm. have like brain fog, I'm losing focus, I'm losing concentration. Like these are indicators that we need to tend to our mental health. Right. Absolutely. So, I'm glad you went to check on your headache, but I hope the more we have these conversations, people will go and check on the heartache. <laughs> 
right yeah this real stuff i mean we're laughing and we're gonna make this kind of uh impromptu and unofficial and and just fun at the same time but of course the message the message behind our conversations guys is what it's all about uh we're gonna laugh sometimes you know i'm gonna say some crazy things sometimes and and i have my uh my resident specialist here to pull me back But yes, we want to go and check on our heart. We want to go and check on our mind. So this, that's the importance. That's the benefit of this. Um, but a couple of things I, I would like us to know about or something that I do want to highlight. One of the goals of, of Committed to the Journey is to reduce barriers to mental health access. Right. right? It's, we can come and say, go talk to a therapist, go talk to a therapist. But sometimes people don't know how to connect the dots. Sometimes they don't know where to start and where to begin. And, and I want to believe that we live in a country where there's excellent health care, where everyone has equal access. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> I want you to know that your primary care physicians, when we go in and talk to our doctors, that could be the starting point where we say, you know what? I haven't been feeling like myself lately. Right. That simple statement would give somebody an indicator to ask a few more questions. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't had that same level of motivation. I'm noticing that there's an element of, of fatigue, but I'm eating and I'm sleeping. My diet hasn't changed, but I just can't focus and can't concentrate. Those are the, the pieces that we need to be open and honest about and not try to attach some cape mm-hmm. and pretend like we're supposed to just soar through everything that life deals, deals our way. So you can start with your primary care physician. Sometimes they can make referrals or they may be able to give you a couple of tips and coping skills. So when you get information and you begin to apply it, you get, you will be able to see whether it helps the situation or if you need a little more. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking support. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, we're able to wrap it up. But however, um, a lot of people, again, they, they, we talk about mental health, but you said something and I just have the uh, Mrs. Uh, Kalia Henton Jones, she po- she posted something in the chat here talking about the uh, chicken and your heartache. A lot of people ignore that heartache, and because they always feel like this this is all about love and it's, it has nothing to do with mental health. Can you just bridge that gap real quick? Mm-hmm. So a, a heartache, <laughs> heartache doesn't always, it doesn't even have to like deal with relationships. But when you look at the core of what's going on inside. Our heart is the one that keeps us alive. It keeps us functioning. It keeps us going. When when our heart is not feeling well, if we feel grieved, if we're feeling um, discouraged, if we're feeling like we're not sure the path forward or the way to go, that impacts us. It impacts our creativity. It impacts our ability to connect to others. It impacts our ability to thrive. It's okay if we need to tend to our heart. We're better for it. So, so that's kind of what that heartache piece is. And of course, it will go deeper because people's heartache looks different. But in general. In general, absolutely. Once again, guys, <laughs> if you're just joining us, it is our special mental health segment. Of course, guys, make sure you check us out every fourth Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on EZ Spotlight. Of course, guys, also, uh, I'm going to turn this into the podcast and it will be available on Spotify, iHeart, as a matter of fact, it's going to be available on all of these right here. Ezzy Spotlight Podcast is available on iHeart, Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. 
And of course, everyone has a story, but only the best are chosen on Ezzy Spotlight Podcast. Mrs. Sameka Israel Johnson, I want to thank you again for for joining me here on this live. It's our very first. I'm super excited. I'm pumped. I can't wait to get these conversations going with the with the with the viewers and the and the listeners. Um, but before you go, how can the fans follow you and make contact with you? Social media at Remain Committed, CommittedToTheJourney.com. So I'm here to help. We do coaching, counseling, consulting. Reach out to us. Let's get your questions answered and let's reduce this stigma. Absolutely, absolutely. And once again, thank you so much. And I'll see you next uh, next month. Yep. <laughs> same same time, month. same place. <laughs> right there with yours truly, guys. And of course, make sure you follow me, follow Ezzy Spotlight on all social medias. Uh, don't forget, guys, also download the Ezzy Spotlight app. Uh, subscribe to our channel. And of course, guys, for more details, log on to the website at ezzyspotlight.com. And of course, also, also, if you have a question or concern or you want to just share something in private, you can also send us an email at media at ezzyspotlight.com. All right. So with that being said, uh, peace and love and blessings. And uh, I will see you guys soon right here on Ezzy Spotlight. Thank you for listening to Ezzy Spotlight Podcast. Follow us at Ezzy Spotlight. Spotlight. Spotlight.